Are you looking for someone to help you navigate the rest of 2020? Consider signing up as a mentee in the Forward Mentor Program. This 10-week program is entirely virtual and you are paired up with a hand-selected mentor who will walk alongside you as you navigate your professional, personal, and your spiritual goals. Now, more than ever, it's important for you to have clarity and direction on where you want to go, and a Forward Mentor is the perfect help for finding that. To sign up, just visit forwardwomen.org. That's the number 4-W-O-R-D-W-O-M-E-N.org slash mentor program. The deadline to sign up is Friday, September 4th. Welcome back to Work, Love, Pray, Real Talk, Grounded in Truth. I'm Jordan Johnstone. I view today's conversation through two lenses, anticipation and maybe a little terror. <laughs> I'm a bit of a process and lists nerd, so that part of me is the one that's anxious to get talking, but I also know that I am terrible at prioritizing and leaving room to breathe, so that's when you cue the terror. Well, what in the world are we even talking about on today's podcast? Time management. I know I just made that probably way more dramatic than it needed to be, but this podcast is all about being real. And honestly, what is more real than facing the fact that most of us are terrible at managing the time that we're given every day. And honestly, we might not even realize how terrible we are because we just push ourselves through each day. Well, here to talk to us about the healthy way to prioritize your time is Kristen Montany. Kristen is an executive and life coach who is passionate about helping others invest their time and their talents in the people and the work that matters most to them. And if you're a forward member insider, Kristen is also one of the coaches that is providing an hour of her time to you. So Kristen, I welcome you to the podcast. And like I said, I am excited I'm anxious, <laughs> a little bit afraid to have you here today to talk to us just all about this wonderful thing called time management. Thank you so much, Jordan. I'm really happy to be here and to get to talk about this topic. Perfect. So as a coach, how often does a client come to you wanting to work on time management? Like, is it, is it a super common issue among professionals? I think what it is, is it's a common theme that will end up coming up in our coaching when my clients are feeling stressed or overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. uh, it's also a topic that comes up when their goal is focused on being more effective or improving their focus or their mm -hmm. performance at work. Mm -hmm. So in your opinion, why is time management so tricky and I mean, at least in my case, scary, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and why do we struggle to get it to work for us? Because I feel like most of the time we, we might even feel like we're fighting against it. It's a good question. I think of time management a lot like life work balance. It's a concept of, or a phrase that we're so used to hearing and it's mm -hmm. simple to grasp what those words mean when you put them together and it's super difficult to live out. Um, I think there are many reasons for that. And so I thought I would share just some of the more common ones that I come sure. across on a regular basis. Some of them, I think, start with unrealistic expectations, such as underestimating how much time we actually will need to complete certain tasks. Um, another one is overcommitting ourselves. It might be that we struggle to say no when we know we should say no to a new opportunity or that we don't necessarily factor in all the external variables uh, that are needed for us to be able to meet our deadline. 
Other common uh, causes of time management are accepting appointments or meetings that have fallen within a time block that we've allocated for working on a specific project and then not replacing that time block to work on that project, mm-hmm. not starting or ending our meetings on time or holding others to the agreed upon time frame, not building insufficient buffers or breaks between commitments and not blocking time in our week for planning and for reviewing and for altering our plans when we need to. Now, you mentioned earlier work-life balance. How do you view that against work-life integration? Because I know this month, that's kind of what we're focusing on. We've we've talked about work-life balance in the past, but kind of feel like this shift towards work-life integration is maybe a little bit more realistic. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think how I, how I often think of it is more of a responsiveness. So uh, understanding that we're a whole person Mm. and we have a whole life that's been given to us. And as believers, it's, it's ours to steward and to bring increase to it. And so I think of responsiveness in the sense of letting God guide me in what I pick up, what I put down, um, in having discernment around, you know, what are my top priorities who are the people, you know, that need me most in this mm-hmm. season of life? And how does it all fit within the confines of the time that has been allocated to me? Because that time is finite. And then how I utilize it, there has to be a certain level of responsiveness to what's important, to what's urgent, and how to kind of hold both of those things loosely. Mm. Yeah. Well, and speaking of holding things loosely, (laughs) majority of us, I feel like, are probably still living in at least a semi-quarantined life, um, which means that time management is potentially even trickier to master. And, you know, we are having to take into account things that we've had to let go of, um, you know, like the ability to not have our children (laughs) in the other room while we're trying to do phone calls and have meetings and you know, so it's, it is definitely tricky, I think, to really even think about time management. So how, as a coach, have you approached this with people, um, you know, and just kind of helped them figure out this unique time, let's put it that way, that we're living in? Uh, yeah, it's a great question. I think uh, COVID has presented many of us with new challenges. Some of them are internal challenges because of just all the heavy emotion that we feel. Um, and some are external circumstances that are difficult to navigate. Many of my clients, uh, like many of us, have shifted to remote work. Some are parents who no longer have access to childcare or schools. They've lost access to their coworkers and the structures and support of shared workspaces. And they've had to rely more heavily on virtual meetings and new structures to continue to work well together, to manage teams, and to adapt projects as needed. Um, And so with all of that, we take more time, I think, at the beginning of our sessions to acknowledge where they're at, to hold space for what's most important, 
today and to focus our intention on what is within their spheres of influence. Um, we explore the opportunities and the challenges they want to focus on. We create action plans to work for desired outcomes. And we look at how they are further developing the leadership skills they want to grow in as a result. So I think there's basically the same elements as in other times, but with um, maybe more of an emphasis on, on caring for them as a, as a person and still getting the work done that needs to be done in the session. Something too that I'm curious to hear your thoughts on is, you know, with, with being quarantined or at least, you know, most companies are still choosing to let their, their employees work at home. And, you know, like you said, most children now we're looking at the school year starting with digital learning. So, you know, in, in a sense, I feel like on the surface, it probably looks like we have more time. <laughs> um, but in reality, I know I'm speaking a little bit personally here. I feel like sure we might have more time because we're at home and, you know, that kind of thing. But I, I also, I kind of feel like we have more pressure maybe on us now. And so for some reason in my mind, that's eating up my time. So, I mean, is there, is there a truth to that? Like, you know, do we all think right now, like, oh, we've got so much time. And then when we get down to time management, we're just kind of tripping over our own feet because we're, we're thinking about it maybe too much. No, I, I think that a lot of us feel that way. And I think part of it is the loss of, of some of the structure, some of the rhythms to our, our days that made it really kind of clear where our work, our work container starts and stops and where our mom life or personal life starts and stops. And then we've lost access to a lot of the things in life that are fun and bring levity and joy, um, like seeing friends and going fun places and, you know, maybe the entertainments or outdoor activities that we, you know, used in the most seasons to kind of keep our balance and decompress. We've had to reduce our access to those things too. So I think it, it does weigh um, and it's worth acknowledging well, and when you and I spoke earlier, you mentioned that people often say that time and energy are the two things they wish they had more of. And then in reality, most of us are truly lacking the energy to prioritize what's actually important in our daily lives, which I can so much relate to. <laughs> so I guess, could you maybe just go deeper into that thought? Uh, sure, I'd be happy to. Um most people will look at better time management as the means for increasing their productivity and improving their performance. Over the years, I've found that additionally focusing on better self-care and management of our energy resources can help clients produce more productivity and improve their performance. And it has the additional benefits that people feel a lot healthier and happier to boot. So I think it's often just, I often hear, you know, I need more time, I need more time. And then when we really look into, you know, how much time they have and, and what is available, there's often a, a lack of energy that part of the problem as well. What tips do you have to help all of us be more productive with our time so that we are able to give priority to what brings us the most joy and fulfillment? 
Um, yes. So the first one, and it's not to sound cliche, but really starting our day with the Lord, um, spending time to pray and to ask him for wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a daily moment in where I review my schedule and, and I really seek discernment around what's on those pages. And, and it really does uh, help set the tone differently for me. Uh, using a calendar for scheduling commitments and an actual planner to plan. I know with the digital age, most of us have switched to just using like an electric calendar um, and thinking that that was sufficient, but calendars don't often allow for the space that a planner will allow you to plan strategically. Um, So that is a big one for me. Um, And then some of these other tips I'd like to share, they fall below that. Um, Using both that calendar and that planner, you can look at what your time is being given towards and your energy as well. And use that feedback that you have to determine what commitment to subtract or to add to your schedule moving forward. You can use that feedback to help you adjust where you're investing your time and your energy resources. You can use it to count the cost and validate that you have capacity before accepting new opportunities or additional responsibilities when they're offered to you. Um, You can use it to help you self be strategic with both your time and energy resources. Um, Two ways that I use it to be strategic are to identify the most important tasks and block my time in my schedule for those. And then whenever possible to work on what first, the first thing that's most important for the day and the first things that are most important for the week at the beginning of the week, Mm. so that at least the the most important things have been accomplished. Yeah. And then blocking regular time for rest and play. Mm. (laughs) Those are my favorite. Yeah, those are my favorites too, but it really, if we could, if we make the same commitments to ourselves in those regards, mm-hmm. again, it, it just helps us to go back uh, with more energy, more focus, and the ability to utilize the time that we have efficiently. Yeah. Well, and I, I feel like we would be doing a disservice if we didn't talk about to, you know, when you've, you've done the work, you think you've got your, your time pretty well managed and then you burn out or, you know, yeah. you just get overloaded or something falls through the cracks. You know, how do you come back from that? How do you give yourself grace in that situation? It's a really big question. And I think we're all different. Um, so I'm trying to think of something personal um, that, maybe has been of of service to me or just that I've seen up close and personal. I, I think that part of the, the tracking part of the being more aware and attuned to, you know, where my time is going, um, what my priorities are, um, how the way that I'm working or doing the jobs that I have to do, um, how they're impacting the people around me. It helps me to manage to a certain extent, but there are always unforeseen circumstances or difficulties. And 
I think one of the things I've found the most helpful is really to be proactive and upfront about, about where I'm at and what's going on before we hit like a deadline or before there's been a breach in, in my fulfilling of a commitment that's already helps me to navigate the other and their expectations and needs a little bit better. And then making that regular time for rest and play, um, Mm -hmm. making that regular time to start my day with, with the Lord, um, that is probably the, the the best place for me to go um, when I'm feeling overwhelmed or when I'm feeling depleted and to find refreshing. And I wanted to mention too, that you're going to be um, giving us. And so anybody listening that's interested in it, just visit our website um, and find the episode page, but um, you're going to be giving us a kind of a one pager, I guess, with some of your tips and, kind of like a checklist, I guess, of, you know, time management and what that can look like for you. Um, so I know I'm, I'm very curious to see it and, you know, hopefully put it into good use. Well, I'm glad it's maybe a little bit nerdy, but I have this little card laminated and on one side, there's the checklist for taking responsibility for my time. So just some simple little things just to remember. And then on the other, um, there's Psalm 90, 12, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. And those things have just been a really great little visual for me um, Mm -hmm. to remember as I am not only planning um, how I allocate my time, but also, um, you know, just executing on the things that I've been given to execute on Mm -hmm. in any given day. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you'd like to leave our listeners with before we go? Um, Yeah, I'd say that leveraging solid time management strategies, setting and maintaining healthy boundaries, and practicing self-discipline with our schedules are are three ways that we can improve our time management. And that by doing so, we're better positioned to honor ourselves and to honor others. Um, and then as believers, just to remember that what we have is far more valuable. We can rely on God to guide us and to help us discern where to invest our time and all the resources he provides. So thank you so much, Jordan, for inviting me, um, to chat with you today and to get to share some of the things that I hope have blessed my clients and will bless our listeners. And I also just had an assignment that I wanted to give. Um, If there's any one thing that stood out to any of you from our conversation today, something you think would benefit your own time management, just choose one way to apply it to your life this week. It's amazing, but even one little thing, one step at a time, one decision at a time, we can we can really start to see shifts in how uh, our time management goes, but also in how we feel about how we're using our time. Well, we're glad you joined us for this conversation about time management and how you can realistically focus on it to give you more time for joy in your life. 
For more information about this episode, check out the episode page on our website, forwardwoman.org slash podcast. That's the number four, W-O-R-D-W-O-M-E-N.org slash podcast. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your preferred listening platform and leave us a review to let us know what you think. We appreciate your feedback and want to make sure that we continue to offer topics that you're interested in hearing more about. As you move forward on your journey to work, love, and pray well, don't forget to make time for real talk grounded in truth.